Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our rates are based on your income, so the less you make, the less you have to pay. Today, I'm going to be discussing jail time. Am I going to jail? That is our client's number one question, and for good reason. It is a very frightening uh, prospect to be thinking that you could be going to jail. Um, there are many factors a court will consider when considering jail time. We can't tell you exactly if you would be going to jail or not because every case is different, every client's different, uh, and there are a whole lot of factors that go into making that decision. Um, but one, we, have not, uh, we have identified several of the most important factors when a judge considers whether or not to sentence someone to jail. Uh, this is not a, not a complete list, of course. This is just a partial list, but we do think it is the these are the most important factors uh, when it comes to such a decision. One of the one of the first things they look to is the the charge itself. What is the criminal charge? What are you being charged with? Uh, the more serious the charge, the more likely it is that the judge in the, the Commonwealth would look for, and the judge would sentence you to jail time. Uh, especially among charges that you could be facing are, uh, there are certain charges that carry what they call a minimum mandatory sentence. That means that uh, if a judge, if you're found guilty or if you plead guilty, the judge cannot give you anything less than jail time and in a specific amount. So for instance, a, um, a, an OUI, an operating under the influence charge, um, third offense, carries a minimum mandatory jail term of 180 days, but 150 of those days must be served before any um, parole or early release or any, any sort of release program that you could qualify for. So the 150 days, basically five months, uh, would have to be served if you're found guilty or plead guilty to an OUI third. Similarly, if you're charged and convicted of carrying a firearm, that charge carries an 18-month minimum mandatory sentence. So again, even if you want to try to plea out to the case, uh, and even if the judge for some reason wanted to give you a break, he or she cannot do so. They must give you the 18 months. So that's one of the uh, most important factors when considering whether or not you will, you'll be serving any jail time. One of the other more important uh, issues is what is your criminal record? Do you have a criminal record? If you have no record or a very short record, the, uh, the chances are better that we can avoid jail time for you. If you have a very lengthy record, um, you know, with a lot of um, charges and convictions in particular on your on your record, the chances are more likely that the, the judge will sentence you to, to jail. So the longer the record, the more likely it is that jail time may be in your future. Um, another uh, important factor is victim input. So if there is a victim in your case, let's say it's a, uh, an assault and battery or what they call a, a assault and battery or on a family or a household member, that's domestic. Uh, that's what Massachusetts calls domestic violence, assault and battery on a family or household member. In any case, if there's a, a victim on your case, the victim is allowed to give victim input to the court so they can address the court. Uh, directly. They can stand up at time of sentencing and tell the court exactly how the case has affected them, how their life has been changed, if they've been traumatized and so forth. The court will, will very much take that into consideration when fashioning a, 
sentence in your case. Uh, they can also, the victim can also write uh, a letter or something like that to the court. They don't have to get up or they could just communicate their wishes uh, to the uh, district attorney's office, uh, generally through a victim advocate. But victim input is another very important factor uh, in deciding about jail time or no jail time. Uh, the facts of the case are another, is another important issue. The, the fact, the worse the facts, uh, the more likely it is that you'll go to jail. So, I mean, cases are, are different depending on their facts, obviously. So if you are charged with, let's say, a domestic assault charge, um, there are a lot, uh, there's a continuum, there's, a, there's a, a range of how bad the facts are. So a, uh, an assault and battery uh, on a family or household member, the, the assault and battery can be very minor. It can be just holding somebody by the arm or, uh, or pushing them aside to get out of the house or something like that. So that's on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, of course, is something, uh, some sort of act that involves a great deal of violence with um, you know, terrible injuries to the victim and so forth. Uh, if, the, if you're on that side of the, of the uh, scale, you're more likely to face jail time. The worse the facts, the more likely jail time is. Because keep in mind that jail time is the ultimate penalty that the court can give. There are a lot of things the court can do short of jail time, um, but jail time is, the, is, is the, the, the heavy hammer that's waiting you uh, if things go, uh, go wrong, go badly. Um, another, um, another issue would be the strength of the case for the Commonwealth. So even if the facts are allegedly bad, how, how good is the case for the Commonwealth? Do they have witnesses, multiple witnesses? Is there any forensic evidence that they can introduce, video surveillance or photographs? How strong is their case? Because the stronger their case, the, the harder they can push. They're coming from a, a position of, of uh, strength when it comes to negotiating and even when they're making their pitch. Let's say it goes to trial at, and you're found guilty. After the trial, there's a sentencing phase. So that's when both sides, the prosecution and us, the defense, get a chance to ask the judge for something that we're we want in the sentence. So the stronger the, the case that was put on by the Commonwealth, the more likely that it is that they can come from a position of strength and ask the court for committed time rather than something like probation. So uh, the strength of the case on, uh, for the prosecution is yet another element that, uh, that the court will look to. Um, your record on probation. If you've ever been on probation before, especially if you've been on for a number of times uh, and you don't do well, you violate probation, you have violation of probation on, on your record, VOPs. Um, if, if you've uh, you know, been in front of the court on, on a number of times and it, it looks like you just can't finish probation successfully, you're considered not a probationary candidate. Therefore, a court is less likely to give you probation and the only thing left is jail time. Um, and one of the last things uh, to mention is if you've had any prior jail time. So if you've been sentenced on cases in the past, it's more likely that a judge will sentence you uh, on, on the current case that you have. So uh, those are just a few of the things that the court looks to. There are many, many more. And like I say, every case is different as every client is different. But when it comes to anything like jail time, obviously that's an extremely important, uh, very stressful, frightening prospect for you. Uh, and we understand that. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. And we do so, we do so at a reduced rate. Our fees are based on your income, so the less you make, the less you pay. We want to make ourselves as affordable as possible for the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts because they need a voice in the courtroom. 
please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org. Book a free virtual appointment. We'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. At Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.